So as we get deeper into this, uh, Simon, Simon Klal Gimel of the Chayadam, which discusses all the halachas that are that are required, or the all the conditions prior to allowing one to have a nachri dumalacha from on Shabbos, we move in t- on to number seven on the list, and this gets complicated, especially uh, for business owners, owners of nursing homes, and that is, as the Chayadam puts it, that it must be that the Jew is not benefiting from this work being done on Shabbos. What exactly does that mean? So we'll go back to our original case in Tysus discussing the owner of a bathhouse, the owner of a field, where you have a Nachri doing work for you on Shabbos. And the question is, first of all, there's a Maris Ayan issue that people are going to think that you specifically hired him to do it. So you look in Shulchan Aruch, Simon Reish, Mem Gimel, the Shulchan Aruch discuss, well, it depends on what is the, is the industry standard. If people know that this person rented it out, so it's, you know, you're just the landlord and and the uh, the tenant is the owner of the bathhouse. Everyone knows you're not getting paid extra for Shabbos. He's just paying rent for the typical month. There's no concern there. Additionally, even if you, uh, you know, own it, but he is getting paid as a schir, as a, as a uh, kablon, he gets paid for the work that's being done. So we know that a kablon is fine. You're allowed to get, as long as he's not doing it in your rishos. However, the problem with the Beis HaMerchatz is that everyone knows that it's yours. So people are going to assume you hired him by the hour, you're, you're, you're earning money on Shabbos. So that's the concern. Additionally, the poets can there discuss that if the if the kablon is not partaking in any of the profits, meaning he's working on Shabbos, but he's not like a salesman. Imagine you have a salesperson who makes commission, he makes, you know, 20% on every sale he does. So when he calls someone on Shabbos, even if he's salaried, let's say you have a salaried uh, sales rep for your company and he goes out to a, uh, a uh, you know, a business expo on Saturday, a weekend expo, and he is getting paid anyways. So the question is, why is, you know, when he's doing work on Shabbos, and he makes the sale, he gets the new client. So the Yisrael, the Jew, benefited by the fact that the Nachri worked on Shabbos. So the reason, or the heter that we're going to get into for the salesperson is that if he's making commission on it, he's doing it for himself. He's not just doing it for the company. Of course, he loves the company. But at the end of the day, he's doing it for himself. And when you're doing it for yourself, that's in the Nachri, that's called Adate Denafshe. When the Nachri does it for his own benefit, so then it is mutter. Again, you have to follow the first six rules. Then it'll be mutter. The, the classic example of the Nachri doing it for his own benefit was a cobbler, where you gave your car to a mechanic. You told the mechanic, you know, please fix it, you know, by, by Tuesday morning. And he decides to do it on Shabbos. So who gains that he, that he did it on Shabbos? I, I couldn't care less. I'm picking it up Tuesday morning. He gains because now Sunday he's off and he could, he could go to the lake and he could uh, have a barbecue with his family. That, but that has nothing to do with me. He did it for himself. However, when I benefit from the fact that that work was being done on Shabbos, so then I run into issues that the Nachri is not doing it for himself. He's doing it for me. He's, he's, I'm profiting from it. And that goes back to what we mentioned in the first year in this simon, that the Pasuk says, let's see us and the Mechilto Darshans, and we learned this at least at Issa Durabanon, they can't have work being done for you on Shabbos, even by Nachri. So up until now, we're trying to find a terrorism where the guy's not doing it for me, he's doing it for himself. But here, when you're gaining from it, you're benefiting tremendously from the work being done for you. So that should be textbook case of 
malacha that's being done for you on Shabbos. So how do you avoid this? How do you? Uh, so let's bring out some of the questions, and then we'll figure out how to get around it. The question, or not to get around it in, in a harama type of way, but how a person would be able to allow his business to be run halachically on Shabbos. So question, a few questions. Question number one, a person owns a nursing home. So first of all, you have to figure out the first six issues of making sure you didn't tell anyone to specifically work on Shabbos. But let's say you decide, you know what, I'm not going to be busy with uh, day-to-day hirings and HR. I have a whole HR department. I'm going to hire one person to operate the entire nursing home. We call it a nursing home administrator, director of operations, whatever you want to call it. In your industry, you hire the person, you know, if it's a nachri, that's much better. So you hire a nachri and... He's going to do all the work. He's going to be busy telling people to work on Shabbos. I never told anyone to work on Shabbos. He's hiring the nurses. He's hiring the aides. He's doing everything for the nursing home on Shabbos. The concern is, yeah, you're right. You avoided perhaps the Isra of Amil and Achri specifically. I didn't tell anyone to do work on Shabbos. But you're gaining by the fact that your nursing home is operational on Shabbos. The more bills you're able to bill, the more, the more uh, you know, Things that are operating, whether it's retail, the more sales you do, you don't you don't specifically know you would have gotten that sale after Shabbos. So any work that's being done on Shabbos, that is benefiting you. Let's say you own a mall or you own, you run a website, and you have people doing work for you on Shabbos. Especially if it's a service, a service for sure, then you, you, you can't say, well, they would have bought it after Shabbos. They wouldn't. They would have found someone else. You're servicing clients on Shabbos. How in the world can you do this? Even if you figured out ways to avoid the first six issues, issue number seven is a tremendous uh, challenge because here the Chayadam says it cannot be that you are profiting uh, tremendously your Revach your from the work being done on Shabbos. So in this rule, he sort of gives you the heter. The heter is something called an aris. An aris, as the Toysvist in Abad Zara da Chafal tells, and this is found throughout Shas, an aris is someone who shears in the prophets. When someone shears in the prophets, so then they themselves are not working for you. They're working for themselves. They Obviously, they want you to, you know, you the owner, they love you, they want you to make a lot of money. But when they're working, let's say like the person who's making commission on his sales, so you could see that the focus is not just on the owner, on the business. The focus is on him making the commission, making the profit. So the first het that we find in halacha, in the Shulchan Aruch, is that if someone's an aris, so as long as there's no maris ayin, again, there's many maris ayin issues when you're running a business on Shabbos, but as long as a person's an aris, we are in safer waters here. Because here, when you're an aris, you're, you're a, you, you uh, it's really aris is a sharecropper, where you're getting a shear from the profits. So then... There would be, it would be called adate dinavshe that the nachri is doing it for himself. So that is the best way to set up a partnership or a nursing home administrator, where they are making money directly uh, with the Shabbos profits. So the more that work that gets done on Shabbos, the higher their compensation will be. So that would fit with what it says in Shulchan Aruch. Now, sometimes it's challenging to actually set it up like this. So there are different stars you could do. So perhaps the next couple of days we'll discuss some of the different eights the place can come up with. Now, I just want to point out, there are many other issues involved beyond this. First of all, just 
inside of Shabbos itself. There's the Isra of Vedabra Dabar, and there's also a concern of Amil Anachri, of specifically asking Anachri to do Malach you on Shabbos. So we, we mentioned that perhaps if I have an administrator telling the staff to come, that avoids it, but that's not so clear. We're going to have to go through that. Is that called... Uh, by telling my, you know, by having my administrator tell my staff to work on Shabbos, I need them to work on Shabbos. Is that, you know, as if you decide I need you to work on Shabbos. There's another issue of Shabbos. How do you earn money by Shabbos uh, activity? There's an of earning wages on Shabbos. So this might be the easiest thing to, to, to get around by having, uh, you know, a monthly, uh, you know, lump sum. But it's a good question. How do you earn money? Shabbos earnings, right? That, that's that's another question. A third thing is, how do you avoid the whole Marasayan? You're right. Let's say a person did a Mechira, did some type of thing. What about Marasayan? He has a, you know, Yossi's a bagel store. Let's say that we open on Shabbos in, you know, in a from neighborhood. Wouldn't there be an, an issue of Marasayan? The truth is, us, you know, myself, we work in a kashrus, so in an hour in the CRC, we, we deal with this. Can we allow a Jewish-owned, let's say, a Dunkin' Donuts be open on Shabbos? Is that allowed? Or perhaps, no, it's a, it's a Zilzal Shabbos, some type of Maris Ayan. So we'll talk about what the CRC does, what many of the kashrus agencies, what their standards, what their policies are, by, you know, with allowing companies or stores, restaurants, bagel shops being open on Shabbos. Now, be, beyond this, there are other issues in halacha, which perhaps when owning a business one should consider is that first of all typically when you have a nursing home where you have a 24-7 business so very often you have questions of chametz on Pesach you have questions of that your part of your your business is by feeding your residents or if you have a hospital feeding patients so you might be feeding them things that are not kosher now if they're Jewish, they have questions of Lefnever or Messiah. If they're not Jewish, you still have questions of doing business with non-kosher food. Additionally, even if we avoid the business component, just by having some types of uh, non-kosher food, for example, Basar B'chalav or Chametz, there's a Isra Hana. One cannot have Hana from it. There's uh, other questions that do come up, so we, we will try to, to just highlight some of the Eitzes that Pais can give for owners of these businesses. Our specific goal here is to focus on the the concern of Revach B'yoyser, where you're earning, uh, the, the, the owner of the business is earning money, how to set up a way that the work on Shabbos will not be called being done for you. It's We have to figure out how it's going to be identified as being done for the manager, for the administrator, not for the owner. So we'll have to explore this in the coming shiurim. Have a wonderful day.